0: Hello, and welcome to the Essential Revolution podcast. My name is Mike McGinnis. I'm the author of the up-and-coming novel by the same name, The Essential Revolution, and that's due out mid-September-ish. And today I have here with me Huff. Huff, how do you say your last name? Sirius. Huff Sirius. And uh, Huff works within, in the field of bioresonance and wellness technologies. And well, thank you very much for coming here today. How's it going?
1: Oh, very well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me in this opportunity to share about the field, because it literally is about the field and what that field and how we can use it to improve our health. And uh, I've known Mike for a long time, and we've been talking about these different technologies for many years. And I'd say about five years ago, I started to really see the benefits of it when I encountered a health challenge myself with uh, something called Lyme disease, which many people are now familiar with. At that time, I didn't know exactly too much about it. And so I was in jungles in Costa Rica, living very, very uh, close to the land, nature, and growing lots of plants. And there was a a day where I started to feel kind of sick and tired, and it's not really normal for me. I usually have a lot of energy, eat really healthy. And so I was going to Europe that summer and had noted that a tick had bitten me when I was walking in the forest three, four months before that, and didn't think too much of it. I I was aware of Lyme disease, but didn't think that this was going to affect me. And so I was just in a very high frequency, very focused on what I was doing, which was creating a sustainable farm for my family and and also meeting a lot of people in the area and and seeing how we could co-create you know a paradise here in Costa Rica and so this kind of blindsided me and so I was in Europe for the summer and decided to go to a naturopathic clinic and this clinic was offering what's called bioresonance and that time I was familiar with it I met a friend in 2011 and she had shown me the tech and because I was always been like a geek or a nerd I I was really into the, the software and I used it a little bit in 2011 but felt that it was wasn't the time for using it. But now I had the opportunity to actually test it on myself. So I took the session and within five minutes the practitioner told me that I had Lyme disease in my spine, lower spine. So what is, uh,
0: exactly is Lyme disease? Is that a parasite? Because I, I was under the impression that the bioresonance really is about parasites, but is it more than that? I, I did a session with you and found out that I had some, a parasite issue. Um, is it what, what is it exactly globally? Like what, what, are the, what are the points that it'll really um, dig up that's inside of one?
1: Okay, so the, because attack is f- its principle and, and fundamental around the, this idea of bioresonance or frequency resonance, and so because of that, we can test a lot of different things. A lot of frequencies are put into the software. Um, the main focus is parasites because this, this is an ongoing you know challenge for humans for forever. Now, we can go back many, many thousands of years in Africa where the, the caduceus symbol, some people say, is, was a copy of when they had to take basically a piece of wood and roll these worms out of their out of their skin so we have had this long-term trauma of parasites the majority of people do leave this world as a result of some sort of infection and sometimes not even known what that is so yes the bioresonance is very useful for parasites because of this as a challenge because they're invisible they're hard to diagnose with um, gross you can say gross diagnostics so blood tests and stool samples they're they're not very accurate they, they can be to a certain extent but let's say you have a parasite in your liver it's very difficult to identify that parasite unless you're able to directly measure the frequency, which is what the device does. Everything is everything resonates, everything has a frequency, and so you can measure that. So when we send the, the pulse of, let's say, a particular parasite, like Lyme disease, into the body, if it's in the body, it will come back stronger. Just like how if you have a wine glass, and if you sing and you find the frequency, the glass is going to break. So that's really a very good analogy for people to understand how bar resonance works and how beneficial it can be for identifying parasites, but also treating for them too, because we can use the device to to basically knock them out by feeding their own frequency into themselves. Like the wine glass, they eventually break. And this is something that Dr. Reif discovered you know, a long time ago, over 100 years ago. Actually sorry about 50 years ago and tested before that. 100 years had initially made the discoveries that led to the tech. So yes, parasites are the main main use of this device and it's the way I use it um, more specifically for parasites and pathology which is connect to parasites. You can do a lot of other things with it but this is the main focus of what it's being used for, you know, around the world, there's a lot of practitioners that use the device for parasite screening or health screening, especially now with the current environment we have, with more contagions and more challenges when it comes to human health. Um, it's a it's a very good tool because it's non-invasive and it's easy to use.
0: And um, would you is Lyme
1: disease a parasite of sorts? Yeah, it is. It's a bacteria. It's called a spirochete, and so it's a type of bacteria. It's a spiral bacteria, and um, it does get into many parts of your body but initially starts in usually with the bones and the spine and the joints and that's where I had initially received some difficulty and that's what that prompted me to, to look into what was going on and um, when they when they told me then I started doing more research and learned a lot about Lyme and over the years have um, come to become you can say an expert in treating it because I, I cleared myself from Lyme within a year of that diagnosis and I was using the same technologies uh, the Rife technologies to put the frequencies into my body in conjunction with other wellness technologies and tinctures and, and all the other ancient practices, but also modern ones like ozone. So I like the combination of the bioresonance and the ozone. We're seeing a lot of benefits, especially in the past six months, with people who do both together.
0: Mm-hmm. So like in my case, we did the bioresonance and it shows that I have several organs that have been, we'll call it compromised or aren't aren't running at their highest potential, or, or I don't know if it's energy we're looking right. at, you know. Yeah. Um so do, the, do these parasites, Do they? is it possible that something lowers in your field, like your vibration? For me, something did happen and I sort of got real sluggish mm-hmm. in my life. Does that let them enter in and is the reason why they're inter, able to enter in is because a vibration inside of us lowers in a sense? Is that possible?
1: Yeah. You're getting right into the, the core of what this technology shows you is that, <clears throat> yes, it is true, in fact, that it's really re- relevant what our frequency is at. So if we are resonating at a lower frequency, then it's kind of like the doors are open for parasites to come into your body and, and to take hold, mainly because when you have this, let's say, let's say you have an emotional state, let's say you feel depression or anxiety, this manifests in the body in certain organs. So there's, there's a thing called a map of consciousness, and this is a map of organs connecting to emotions. And many times over the years, we see when somebody has a weakness in their organ, if their energy level is lower, it corresponds to an emotion. So for example, the pancreas, closely correlates to self-esteem and self-confidence and many times we ask people you know this is the organ that's weakest are you experiencing this type of emotion and more often than not they say yes and so we do see a connection between emotions or mental state or let's say the field or our own field and how that is affected by let's call them invaders or let's call them things that um, show us how we need to balance ourselves so Mm -hmm. i see them as basically a means to turn a problem into a solution they're showing you where you can work on your body so for example if you're carrying a lot of anger you're more than likely if you're living in the jungle and you haven't done cleansing you're probably end up with with uh, worms in your liver so it's an opportunity for you to clean the liver and in cleaning it you're also going to clean yourself from the anger so some people will go from the energetic side and eliminate physical gross parasites which does work to some extent but i prefer going the other way so when we remove the parasites from the body these emotions also disappear. So if somebody's feeling depression, many times the depression is correlated with infection they have in their body. Mm. For example, Candida, right? We know Candida can affect a person's mood. It actually changes the brain cells. So we see how these parasites do also from that regard can affect our perception of reality. It can affect what we eat. And so it can further take you down that path of unwellness once they take hold in your body. So yes, it's very key to keep your frequency up and, and maintain whatever practices you do to keep your frequency in that upper range so that you can, let's say, repel or that you have such a shield around you that these entities can't even enter your field.
0: Okay. And, you know, at one point, you and I were talking, and this is this is a little esoteric, but um, mm-hmm. you're the guy to say these things to. You had mentioned that you believe or know that these um, parasites are actually a form of nanotechnology.
1: Yeah. Yeah, my view is that <clears throat> now you're opening a whole another right so so this yeah my view is that based and this also the technologies helped help me to see that that these parasites are more more likely more like spiritual parasites that mm-hmm. they have a they have an etheric component to them actually they originate in the ether so it does connect back to our fields. so if our fields are in lower frequency our auras then it's going to connect with lower frequency entities which are basically worms parasites, bacteria, things like that. So this is where we see, you know, challenges with the frequencies. Are these actually nanites? Are they little robots? If you look at them closely they do have this machine type of, of layout and structure and so it begs the question as to what are their origins and also how does it correlate to this growing idea that we're in some sort of holographic projection or a simulation. So does it tie into a grander larger overarching structure of an artificial intelligence or something within this construct which creates these entities, which some people may correlate to the archonic entities or the demiurge, so we're getting more deeper into Gnosticism and mm-hmm. some of the ancient um, scriptures and writings, which when I read them, this is why, why I believe this, is because it's written in the scriptures but also I've had the experiences myself in meditation and journeying out of the body with astral projections and looking at the nature of this construct. I do see that everything kind of is somewhat, not robotic, but It's definitely not what we think it is, and some of these organisms we see are not necessarily organic. They may actually have been put here, placed here, put here in a certain way to, I don't want to say hurt us. As I said before, I think that all these things they there's an opportunity and exposes a weakness in you that you can then strengthen yourselves. And in my journey in the last four years, this has been the greatest blessing in my life because if I didn't have this disease, disease, then I wouldn't have taken this technology to the level I've taken it to now, which is literally helping thousands of people with their health and, and educating people on the white elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't uh, many people don't correlate illnesses or, or out of balance conditions to parasites. And more often than not, that's the first place to look because uh, the mainstream medical system has virtually uh, eliminated any type of education when it comes to parasites or even uh, valid treatments. You know, we have your medical tyrannical model, which is based around disinfection and wearing masks and distancing. However, there's never any talk about boosting your immune system or actually addressing the root causes. And virus technology can help you to address root causes because it identifies wh- what's going on, what's the imbalance, which part of the body. And like you mentioned earlier, about energy levels, th- this is very important because then we can see which parts of the body to work on. And many times people know from, a, from an intuitive standpoint where, where they need to work on. But the device helps to confirm that and and it inspires people when they see that, like, okay, yeah, I kind of felt that, you know, I had some issues in my lungs. Now I see that I have this condition going on. I see I have long-term bronchitis. I see there's some parasites there. So, you know, if I clean all those parasites, these lungs will start to energize. The energy levels will go up. Mm -hmm. So when
0: you, you know, you mentioned, I don't want to say they're attacking us. And at the same time, maybe... (laughs) in a way they are right, yeah. and and so like I know that I know that there's this that's kind of the spiritual thing that people do where we, we do that real real top down view and we say it's all for a reason and I get that mm-hmm. but then again there is there is something to this thing called duality meaning that there is yeah. there is another that is is sort of fighting against us and I know at the end of the day through my own journey that it can't win and no matter what it's actually pushing us to the light would you agree?
1: Yeah I agree I think that Ultimately, my deepest view about this is that we're in somewhat of a copy, a Sophia's copy, <laughs> if we want to go and get into Gnosticism, that we're in something that is not an original creation and thus we do have things like parasites. I believe that there is the old world we were in before where there were no parasites, nothing was eating anything. We didn't have to consume flesh or even plants, we ate directly from the sun. But this is where we're going back to is a time where we're not eating other things and we're not dependent on other organisms for harvesting energy.
0: When was this time?
1: Some people say, you know, thousands of years ago, millions of years ago. I don't know if, if time really is relevant. It might be that we were shifted mm-hmm. into a different type of reality. And that some people say it happened in 2012 or even before that. So there's this whole, basically, I would say um, this introduction, even recently, they're talking about, you know, UFOs have become the next <laughs> thing to disclose. And they're disclosing that yeah we have this technology we've reverse engineered it's anti-gravity technology so this is going to open the door for governments and other uh, authorities to bring in uh, basically ai technology and technologies which will be shocking to i think to a lot of people and it for me it's it shows that this this realm is one of uh, simulation and based in what you call duality i like to call it binary which is binary is a duality as well so zeros and ones to me I see that as duality, so in this world we're in, if it is a dualistic plane, it's slightly out of balance, or maybe it's quite out of balance when, we're, when we see so many people affected, their fields are affected and dragged down by these low frequency entities that we call parasites or we call emotions, however you want to describe them. These are, This is what kind of drags the consciousness, but once we recognize what, what those drags are, uh, we can start to release them, and as more people come into this gnosis, then the white elephant is exposed for what it is, and mm-hmm. uh, it served its purpose. Which, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, if it wasn't for Lyme, I wouldn't be sitting here with you, being able to share all this with people. So, um, I see it as as it was an opportunity. Even when I first was diagnosed with it, there was no fear. There was no this. Oh, I'm, am I going to make it? Like, do these therapies actually work? Because I had been carrying a lot of information that I hadn't put into practice. So I saw that I was like, okay this is why i was i was shown all this why i was given all this information why people took their time to teach me certain things because i was curious about it but also now i can put it into practice and see if it actually works and i knew that it worked but i had to go through the process and and use it and do it and so after i had tested all this on myself i was like wow this is amazing like very few people can overcome uh, lyme disease or very serious debilitating conditions but i was able to do it and so my passion was to share with other people and help alleviate suffering in the world through the core thing which is alleviating people from parasites from removing it from their body so that they can start to regenerate because the one thing the main thing i learned out of all this is and i knew this before but to another level like your body can regenerate no matter how sick it's become as soon as you eliminate the root cause if you know that it's you you get diagnosed with a device like this you know where it is and you're able to remove it you're going to be amazed at how quickly your body can recover and because it, it wants to go back to its ideal state. That's the, the frequency of that aura. It has an optimal frequency or an optimal frequency range. And it will return back to that once we eliminate these, I like to call them distortions. And so I have gone through, when I initially learned about this, there was, there was trepidation in, in learning about the other parasites because I also found out I had other parasites to deal with. So I think people go through this journey of initially they're scared because of ignorance. They don't know what they're dealing with. They may have heard certain things through through their lives, through the medical system, about what parasites are, what they can do. They may know a lot of people who have fallen prey to them and died. So there is this, this kind of fear. But on that journey, through bioresonance and with our support, we can show people that this is not something to be scared of because there's a solution for every problem. And usually the solution is within the problem. <laughs> that's, right. that's a very famous um, saying that, we can find the solution within the problem. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, because it's a dualistic plane, we can look at it as, okay, these are these are killing us, these are attacking our bodies, but we can shift our perspective and be like, hey, we know the solution, so let's just eliminate them, send them on their way, and spread the knowledge, spread the gnosis so that more people can learn about this.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, going back to the whole idea that we are sort of stuck in a in a program, a matrix, if we'll call it that, mm-hmm. I was, the last guest, her name was Andrina Hutter, and she talked about um, that we're, you know, we've got this body, and we've got a mind, and then we got this thing called a soul, which is the true us sort of having a, a trip in this vehicle called right. physical body. So yeah. how, did, how did our, she, she believes that we actually chose to come, she didn't call it a matrix, mm-hmm. she believed that we chose to come for these experiences
1: on purpose, soul's plan, What about, what do you think about that? Do you think it's a little different than that? I think in principle there's similarities, but in my journey, what I've come to discover, like I said earlier about a simulation, is I think we're in a a machine of sorts, you can call it a machine or a quantum computer, or some sort of cosmic (laughs) quantum computer, let's call it that. And I think we created this. We created this machine for us to have experiences, whether it was an ancestor simulation, or it was for escape, or it was for training? And when you I'm say we, sure. we,
0: we as who and, and how?
1: We as in the creators of this machine. That are that there is a base reality outside of this.
0: And so when you say we as the creator of the machine, mm-hmm. we meaning you and me. But yeah. are you taking it from a more of a perspective of the oneness perspective of a creator that created it, or are you whittling it down to no? The individuals' act- souls actually said, "Let's create this
1: madness uh, p- place mm-hmm. where people mm-hmm. are going to lose their shit." Is that what you're talking about? I think it's more. I look at it more like. There's software programmers and engineers and they created this machine. And we plugged ourselves into it. And what happened over time is this machine broke. And this is what we call the mind virus. And so this this machine, which is basically an artificial intelligence for lack of a better term, it administers and creates this construct through our energy. Like we're the creators. So our energy creates it, but the AI kind of administers and organizes it. And so this AI I feel has a virus. Mm-hmm. And so we see this virus within the construct and this is why I think that it's time to exit the machine or repair it somehow. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's, there is a reset going on. We see like the end of this purge of this virus. That's why we're seeing COVID and we're seeing all these people going through these challenges where we're seeing exposition of you know, pedophilia and human trafficking and all this. So just this. to be
0: clear though, when you say we're seeing the end of the virus, let's be clear that we're talking about the end of uh, humanity as we know it, yeah. not to confuse it with the COVID virus. Yeah, yeah, I agree. for our listeners. Yeah. yeah, just
1: in general, that it's not the the COVID virus could be a manifestation as part of this purge, that the virus from this system is being purged and we're seeing it come out into the reality, and then once that happens, this matrix will be reset, and there's more balance to it. I think that this this um, holographic simulation is amazing for our consciousness when it's balanced, but when it's out of balance, is what has happened. It's not a fun place to be, and it, it's not meant to be like this.
0: How do we get out?
1: I think part of getting out is is being aware of what you're in <laughs> first mm-hmm. of all and then getting out through the inner dimension by doing the inner work by finding who you truly are and what all what is this around you and the people that you surround yourself with and it's all basically comes back to the same thing kind right? of cleaning a okay. house in a way yeah yeah so, so like, like
0: like we do in the we talk yeah. about in the book or dimitri does the main characters that yeah. you're not going to get anywhere unless you look inside first mm-hmm. do your shadow work what is it that you hate bothers you makes you fearful and dig those things up, those whatever those traumatic yeah. events were when you were young. Exactly. Get that stuff cleaned up and then
1: you can just start to go, okay, now where are we at? Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, totally, I agree. And also to add to that, I think that in my my personal journey, I've asked that question too, like, it's not about like, how do I get out? It, right. It's how do we transition to the real world? <laughs> let's unplug let's say if Matrix term would be like, how do we unplug ourselves? Because I have in certain experience is woken up in a pot and I know other people have as well so there is some credence just to like the saying, movie The Matrix yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so I think that movie is <laughs> quite accurate in the type of experience we're having and actually the the writer the scriptwriter of that that movie she says that this came to her not channeling but it came through a medium that it was from somewhere else she wasn't making it up.
0: But you would call that channeled, wouldn't we?
1: I guess it yeah. like it didn't take over her body. She said oh, okay. it, it's like it's kind of like how you're writing your book. I think that mm-hmm. there's information that you're you're bringing you're you're bringing in here, mm-hmm. and uh, but you're not like your body's not taking over where you're speaking in a different voice and some other entities coming in. It's it's not like that. That's that's a difference. <laughs> you know, it's a different thing.
0: Very good. So if we if we like, what would your Advice be and like or let's say it like this: What, with the work that you do, how would it help people with the situation that we're in right now?
1: Great question, and it is, it is part of the you know the larger pipe dream for me is is to have people reach attain that that true potential that they are, so that they can learn who they truly are and how much power they have, how creative that creative force that they have, the imagination. You know, these are all part of the higher faculties. But to get to that point, there's a journey. And that journey starts with cleaning your body. It starts with the bowels. That's the first step is to master your bowels. Mm -hmm. And once you've mastered your bowels, which is your first brain, this is gonna bring more energy into your body. You're gonna have more of your consciousness in your vessel that you're occupying, and then this is gonna basically blossom. So I just visualize the blooming of a flower. Once you eliminate the the things that are stealing energy, taking energy from your field, whether they're physical, whether it's other people, and you clear all that, and you clear attachments, then Even you thoughts. start to yeah thoughts yeah. too yeah because yeah, thoughts can be viruses right as mm. we talked earlier about how emotions can manifest these entities recently and this is more just about my own theory speculation as I literally think that if you if you're in a low frequency and you're very angry for example that these worms can just spontaneously manifest in your body it may not be necessary for you to eat something that has the eggs of that worm because they're so small they come out of the quantum. So this is just a theory, but I think that there's something to that because sometimes I see people who are very clean, but their their perspective on life is very negative mm. and they have a lot of parasites, but they're not eating any different than, let's say, a subject B or the person who has very high frequency and they're having the same diet. But yeah, one has parasites and one doesn't. I've also observed this with people who have certain practices. Um, there's a device called Lucia Light, which is uh, a light where you lie down and it strokes. And what this does is bringing energy into your body. It's bring light into your body and so these people who, who use these devices they tend to have much less parasites distortions they have higher energy energy levels in their organs and in general the aura is very good so this is another way to see how we can raise our frequencies we do have other wellness technologies which work such as plasma such as the the strobe light in conjunction with bioresonance we have like a new human
0: <laughs> so your machine also um Measures the aura, right? I haven't seen mine yet, but I saw yeah. my friends, and they can tell if you have a hole in it or not. How do you get a hole in your aura?
1: Well, and holes, how do you patch
0: it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, in in your case, that that um that hole or that that break is is caused by these parasites, which are basically degrading your energy field and. You can say literally punch a hole because if they are etheric, then they have some sort of connection into <laughs> the ether. So mm. that that hole is where they they gain their connection. So how do you close that hole? It's simply by cleaning out your body by eliminating them physically, but also eliminating them from your mind. You know, if it's a mind virus, and it's again the same thing. When you clean your body and you purge it out, then these breaks will disappear. And I saw it in my own field. I had several breaks around my liver and lower back when I had this first scan done. And over the years, I see my aura improve as a result of doing cleansing and also cleansing my thoughts too like you said earlier it's cleansing on multiple levels and purging out that which doesn't serve uh, disconnecting from things that are not helpful for you and uh, detaching you know detaching from certain things that are not serving Mm -hmm. so all that will result in your aura becoming nice and full again and of course there's other things you can do there's many different technologies now available that you can draw upon to improve your aura, such as the Lite which I touched on earlier. That out of all the tools I've seen, that one and the Therapy from Dan Winters, these two devices are the next frontier for me, we'll be doing more research in those devices. They're just a little more pricey, so um, the investment is a little bit of a concern, but the the outcome, the, the upside of what these devices can do is really potentially amazing. So I'm hoping that we can include these devices in the future for people and we start to focus more on the therapies, because the diagnosis, we have A great tool for diagnosing it does offer therapies but i think we need to also include other things to to round it out so that we can have this full aura that doesn't have breaks in it and bumps and dimples and and is uh, optimized so that your your soul is plugged into that vessel in an optimal way so whatever you're here to do if you're here to write a book or a three book series Mm -hmm. or or 10 books that you're able to do that in full flow without having distortions and drags that are you know kind of pulling you pulling you from what you're here to do
0: so when I look at what's going on in the world right now and I see these people, you know, screaming and yelling at each other and, you know, a lot of the the radical left people with their energy of protest, which, you know, I know is, is a mm-hmm. right and all that, but it feels like the energy that's coming off of them is a very... It, it just feels negative. I mean, you look at a Martin yeah. Luther King yeah. video when he would protest, they would cross arms and they would walk and it was almost like you're looking at Gandhi, like it's meditative almost, it's like beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. When you look at this other thing, you go, geez, change the channel. What What is that? Why is it? Is it that the parasitical energy or whatever this is, because it, it seems like it's related. I know it's a parasite yes. in the body. Yep. They're also feeding off of each other. You can tell, and even, even the people on the right, when they get angry at mm-hmm. the left people, mm-hmm. everyone's screaming at each other and nothing's gonna get worked out that way,
1: wouldn't you say? Yeah, I agree, it's like a big party for parasites. <laughs> And Yeah, they they have their challenges because of the ignorance that they carry and not being And it's not that they have to be taught and maybe not even taking the initiative to learn about their bodies and and what's good for them You know many of these people are very unhealthy in their diets and what they eat with the GMO foods and the practices They have in their lives and so it's it's just basically correlates to how conscious are you? Are you living a conscious lifestyle? If you are then these things may not trigger you as much, but if you're living in ignorance you're not you don't know about parasites you don't know how to treat yourself and you're watching the tv and you just want to learn like how do i protect myself and who and these groups are telling you that this is what you need to do but they're not offering any any ways of boosting your immunity or tried and true natural ways and in fact trying to suppress them and take them out of the consciousness this is why the people are fighting because they don't have the solutions they don't know about them and they're scared i think just ultimately they're scared about what they're seeing and they're being sold a story. We know that the media is, is basically creating these events. We've seen them use the same footage from three years ago in one hospital and another hospital. So, But when you're, when you're following the television, when it's telling you a vision, and you don't know any better, you're going to follow what they're telling you. And so it's at a certain point, people need to break that programming. And our hopes are with podcasts like this and with presence like this, that people can feel inspired that they are book and a book, of course, <laughs> and many tools. Yeah. These are all tools to help wake up the consciousness so that they can come back to their true selves and, and step away from these, these uh, people who don't have their best interests at heart. You know, we, I share this information with no benefit to me except I like to see everybody around me happy. And of course, this is, you could say it's selfish because I like to be happy as well. And if people around me are happy, I'm going to be happy too. So I, I like to simplify things and just look at, okay, why are people un, unhappy with this? It's because they don't have solutions, and they're being told to do things without getting full disclosure about what they're signing or what they're doing, and they're getting surprised in the end, like, oh, now you get a subpoena. You, we have to come check you, because when you're according to your contact tracing, you came into contact with somebody last week during a barbecue, and now you're in the yellow. Mm-hmm. So these are, these are basically turning people into patients, but they can't turn us into patients if we have vibrant health, and we're, we have... The knowledge about our health we yeah. have the tools we have people around us that we can rely on if we don't have all the, all the information currently and we're on our way to learning more so being around people who have gone through those journeys such as myself who have basically had our bodies ravaged had a fatty liver had lots of joint pain couldn't walk and have come back even stronger than before the ex- that experience happened and empowered to share this information with whoever's listening because it is time that people dispel this layer of ignorance and start to step into sovereignty and, and step away from dependency on systems which don't serve them.
0: Mm. Wow. We seem to have ourselves in a bit of a pickle here right now at this time, don't we?
1: Yes, it, it is definitely a great transition period. And I think it's an opportunity for people to step into that knowledge and, and to explore different avenues and, and try different things and, and step out of their comfort zones. Because if they stay in that comfort zone then they're going to be given whatever's coming and they're not going to have a choice in the matter. So it is really, you know, the fear is, it's always the acronym false evidence appearing real and it's all, this is all being done by this illusion of, of fear and spreading propaganda about dangerous invisible enemies and and I'm here to tell people that that's not the case, that um, any virus or bacteria can be treated and sometimes very easily with, for example, just ozone is a, is a very effective treatment for bacteria and parasites, seven minutes. The the toughest virus, and this is clinically proven, there are studies that have been done to show that ozone can wipe out a parasite in seven minutes. So if you have that, if you're carrying that gnosis, are you scared of coronavirus? <laughs> no. But if you don't have an ozone kit in your house or you don't have these tools, or you don't have somebody such as myself or others around you that can can share and support you with this, then it can become a difficult journey, especially if you're going on the internet now trying to find information to help you because of the way filtering is being done now and if it doesn't match the WHO um, their information then you're not going to see it and so it's also a challenge for people to find other avenues of, of valid information that's going to help them and so that's why I have a channel on telegram I try to put as much as I can in places where it's not going to get <laughs> attacked or filtered so that's part of the challenge too is getting information out to people honest information trustworthy information that is not going to be plucked out of the internet before it gets to people who can benefit from it.
0: Yeah, that's great. Wow. Well, yeah, man, thank you. And, um, you know, like for the last 30 seconds, if you had to tell the world what is it they can do to feel better about the stuff that's going down right now, just something quick, what can they do? What
1: Anything? What can they do? Well, because of my perspective of wellness, I think the most important thing people can do is to strengthen their field. And what does that mean? That means doing the cleanses, cleaning out their bodies, doing by resonance, finding out what's ailing them and make, just getting really strong in their field and so that they have the the faculties, the abilities to discern and to make decisions during this time from a place of balance and centeredness, not from a place of anxiety or fear or ignorance. And so, yeah, I think it's just about about uh, gnosis, about having the knowledge and surrounding yourself with people that, that have this information, have this knowledge that can support you. So what would I say is the best thing to do right now? Find your tribe. Find your tribe. Find your tribe. Find people who are in this frequency that are are dedicated to the emancipation of consciousness, to dispelling the world of ignorance, and connect to those people, whether that's, you know, most of it's being done online now. So if you find channels and places where you can connect with and, and start to chat with people, this could turn into, in the future, actual meetings and going to places where you could potentially start a new life. Maybe you'd want to move away from the city and come to the nature. Uh, grow your own food and, and start to build the the different aspects of sovereignty so what I'm really alluding to is find your sovereignty and stop depending on the system
0: yes, yes. find your sovereignty beautiful okay. well man thank you so much for being here today uh, always great to talk to you and I'm really glad you made it here to the podcast thank you for the work that you're doing I really appreciate coming
1: thank you mike yeah it's, it's been great you know you know i've you, you and i have been talking about these these things for many years and now with what's upon us it, it, i find it important to to find my voice and to share this with people because i'm not one to really speak publicly about these things in the past but now given what we have seen and what what's coming i think it's important so i appreciate the, uh, this opportunity and the platform to be able to speak and share with people so thank you for everything you're doing as well and your book is just about ready, right? Yep, yep. But, um, that's going to be have. another another amazing tool for people to tap into and and to really gain more understanding of the world we live in.
0: Right on. All right. Well, thanks again for showing up, and we'll have you on again. And uh, like Dimitri always says, gotta like shift, change the things in your life, and become the change you want to see. And he says, be the shift,
1: right? Oh, Exactly. Uh-huh. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you, Mike.